From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the Bank of Korea freezes the benchmark interest rate at 3.5% amid signs of a lengthy economic slowdown. Despite sluggish outbound shipments, the government raises its export target this year to 685 billion U.S. dollars. And Foreign Minister Park Jin stresses the importance of U.S. extended deterrence, calling it the only effective protection means against North Korean threats. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The central bank took a breather from its 17-month rate hike trend amid signs of a prolonged economic downturn, freezing its key interest rate at 3.5%. The bank also revised down its forecasts for both growth and inflation by a tenth of a percentage point. Beiju Yun reports. The Bank of Korea on Thursday maintained its benchmark interest rate at 3.5% to deal with an economic slowdown. In its rate-setting monetary policy meeting, the central bank decided to freeze the key rate, ending a 17-month period from August 2021 that saw 10 rate hikes totaling 3 percentage points. The decision came amid growing concerns over a recession as Asia's fourth-largest economy contracted in the fourth quarter last year for the first time in two and a half years, with the gross domestic product shrinking 0.4% from the previous quarter. However, the rate-setting board left the door open to a possible hike, agreeing to maintain austerity to fend off inflation and pave the way for a future upward adjustment. BOK Governor Lee Chang-yong said the panel will closely monitor price fluctuations, the U.S. Federal Reserve's moves, economic recovery in China, and the housing market. The BOK's decision comes as the minutes from the U.S. Central Bank's Federal Open Market Committee meeting from late January to early February suggested that the Fed will likely further raise rates by a quarter of a percentage point next month, heightening concerns about capital outflow from South Korea. Meanwhile, amid signs of a persistent stagnation at home, the BOK revised down this year's real growth forecast by a tenth of a percentage point to 1.6 percent, staying below the government's estimated potential growth rate in the 2 percent range. The central bank, which also lowered its inflation projection to 3.5 percent, said the pace of inflation will likely begin to ease up after peaking at around 5 percent this month. Pejuan Kibius World Radio News. The average household income in South Korea rose 4.1% on-year in the fourth quarter, but was outpaced by inflation. According to data from Statistics Korea, the average monthly household income nationwide came to 4.83 million won, or around 3,700 U.S. dollars per month in the fourth quarter of 2022. Taking inflation into account, however, real income dropped 1.1% from last October to December, marking the second consecutive quarter of decline for real income. This comes as household utility fees for gas and electricity, as well as interest payments increased to all-time highs during the same period, skyrocketing at around 16% and 29% respectively. The government has set this year's export target at 685 billion U.S. dollars. The Ministry of Trade, Industry and Energy revealed the goal during an export strategy meeting chaired by President Yoon Suk-yeol on Thursday, raising the target by $5 billion from the initial goal set late last year. The ministry said the new target was set based on the government's strong determination to achieve growth in exports despite difficult conditions, including a global economic downturn. 
Under the plan, a total of 18 agencies, including the Environment, Education, and Defense Ministries, as well as the Korea Customs Service and Public Procurement Service, will mobilize their capabilities to support the expansion of the nation's exports. The Ministry of Trade, Industry, and Energy plans to strengthen incentives to attract foreign direct investment in high-tech industries. The ministry unveiled its plans on Thursday during a meeting in Seoul on facilitating such investment that was chaired by Trade Minister An Dokun. At the gathering, the ministry disclosed three key strategies to further draw FDI, including strengthening incentives for FDI in high-tech industries and supply chains in the form of financial support and assistance in gaining footing. The ministry will also form specialized teams focusing on 100 key companies that are making contributions toward enhanced competitiveness in high-tech and future industries and seek to attract investment for them. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. Main opposition Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung on Thursday slammed the prosecution for redirecting investigations into allegations of corruption against him after the Yoon Suk-yeol administration took office last May. At a press conference a day before the National Assembly is set to receive a request seeking parliamentary approval on a warrant to arrest him, he accused the president of attempting to oppress the opposition, saying the change in the situation occurred after Yoon won last year's presidential race. Referring to the content of the warrant, he claimed that it looks more like propaganda, containing only distorted testimonies while lacking hard evidence. Speculating that the administration is after images of him attending the warrant hearing, waiting in detention or in handcuffs, the opposition leader warned that its time in power will not last forever. A trial for the former head of Sangbangul Group accused of remitting $8 million to North Korea began on Thursday without the defendant present. The Suwon District Court held the preparatory hearing for Kim Sung-tae on charges of violating the foreign exchange transaction law, the political funds law, bribery, embezzlement, and breach of trust. Kim is accused of transferring $5 million to Pyongyang in 2019 on behalf of Gyeonggi Province to finance a smart farm project in the regime, with an additional $3 million allegedly sent to cover a trip to the north by main opposition Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung, who was Gyeonggi governor at the time. The prosecution suspects that the payments were made in exchange for assurances from the provincial government of business favors and support for the domestic underwear maker in future collaborative projects with North Korea. Foreign Minister Park Jin reportedly said that the U.S. extended deterrence is the only way South Korea can effectively protect itself from the threats of North Korea. Minister Park made the remarks on Wednesday in an interview with CNN, calling North Korea a clear and present danger that will not give up nuclear weapons voluntarily. Park said that what North Korea is doing is completely wrong, condemning the North's continued missile launches at an unprecedented frequency amid the possibility of a seventh nuclear test. He emphasized that the U.S. extended deterrence is the only effective protection for South Korea against the North's aggression, adding that enhancing the deterrence would involve the effective deployment of U.S. strategic assets as well as exercises and training. The United States has said that North Korea's continued missile provocations and its nuclear and missile programs are destabilizing to peace in the region, repeating calls for the North to engage in dialogue. In a press briefing on Wednesday, 
U.S. State Department spokesperson Ned Price reaffirmed the U.S.'s condemnation of the North's ballistic missile launch as violation of multiple U.N. Security Council resolutions and the threat to the security of neighboring countries and the international community. Price said that the U.S. remains committed to its diplomatic approach to North Korea and urged the North to engage in dialogue, adding that its nuclear and ballistic missile programs are not something that China likes to see or should seek to encourage. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index rose 21.41 points, or 0.89% on Thursday, to close the day at 2,439.09. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also rose, gaining 4.77 points, or 0.61%, to close at 783.28. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 7.81 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,297.11. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.